0: Can you believe we're rounding out season five of the show this week? Next week, we'll mark our formal entry into season six of the show, which I launched five years ago around this time in September 2018. It was a different landscape. We had a different administration and now it's totally different and there's a lot to you know, criticize, but there's also a lot of good news to highlight with respect to conservation as well. For any long-time listeners, you're aware that we like to focus on apex predators and big game species, including bears. And the news today that I want to highlight for you all comes from our friends to the north in Connecticut, the Yankee State. Much like the state of New Jersey, Connecticut has a problem with being overrun by bears. New Jersey turned around the situation after attacks between and conflicts between human and bears were increasing, Therefore, he was forced to reintroduce a hunt season. In Connecticut, we have the governor, Ned Lamont, a Democrat, who was forced to put an emergency order. And We're going to talk more about what exactly is going to happen in Connecticut to allow owners, homeowners in particular, or anyone who encounters an aggressive bear to use certain means to deter a bear. Um, for self-defense purposes, you will be allowed to deter a bear by lethal means. And I'll explain what that is and why that may not be as ideal compared to, let's say a hunting season, what the cons and the pros of this emergency order are. But for context, Connecticut has a really high density of bears. That doesn't mean it has a high population. So Connecticut's a very densely populated state, as many of you know, It is a suburb state of New York City. A lot of people who work in New York City live in Connecticut. The traffic's atrocious. I know because I traveled through that region a few months ago to film Conservation Nation episodes. And it's a very densely populated area. And as more development happens, a lot of these bears that live there trickle to these more urbanized parts. Suburbia even too. And when they get displaced from their habitat or they are just curious and like to wander, they often go into neighborhoods. In Connecticut, as you see in different news stories, if you pay attention locally on the ground there, or you just follow wildlife stories, there's always a story of a bear breaking into a home, most recently a bakery, and then you also have stories of bears biting people and exhibiting very aggressive behavior, black bears in particular, which are known to not be as aggressive as grizzly or brown bears. They can be aggressive if provoked, especially mothers with cubs, but we are seeing more human black bear contacts in Connecticut because it is such a densely populated area. And there's a higher concentration of black bears in Connecticut. Like I said, even though there are fewer bears compared to neighboring States like Maine, Maine is a little state over and New York, Massachusetts, what have you. I'm going to read from the New York Times, which was pointed to me, this story in particular from Kevin Paulson, a fellow POMA member who alerted me to this because it's really interesting that when drastic measures have to be put into effect, people understand or start to grasp wildlife management. It shouldn't take such a drastic situation to get people to realize that you have to manage the bear population. Doesn't mean you manage them to extirpation, you kill all of them in your tracks. No, 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 by no means. But you have to have a hunting season or you have to have a measure to cull them so that they're not aggressive and going into these neighborhoods. And oftentimes people set up bird feeders and some of them are encouraging these bears to come to their property with food, other incentives, what have you. And so they're not exhibiting responsible behavior in many cases. And then you also, like I said, have the issue of these bears coming into these more urban or suburban areas because of just how things are with our modern society. So reading from the local news before I hop on to the New York Times story, kind of encapsulating the sentiments on the ground, the governor, Ned Lamont, signed legislation a few months ago, now it's law, that allows people to shoot bears in self-defense And the bill actually passed the democratically held state legislature because they saw an increasing number of bear interactions, human bear conflicts. But the legislature was short of passing a bear hunt. There was near unanimous support, however, for this bear self-defense bill. And I am trying to find the piece of legislation and you can read the text for yourself. But the gist of it is that the new law sets out guidelines requiring a bear to come after a individual, their family, and property before an animal can be shot. And it also makes it illegal to feed bears because, like I said, a lot of people do encourage bears to encroach their property because they have bird feeders, because they have baiting, something of that nature. And that is often what invites bears as well. When they find a food source, they will come and they won't leave. From the New York Times, where I was able to Really draw this story from, and this is actually a really good report. I was surprised by how fair and balanced it was. Sometimes they get the coverage right, but they often enable and publish very preservationist environmental thinking and animal rights thinking. But occasionally they will throw in some kernels of sanity, especially with really well balanced stories like this. So I'm going to read largely from the article and then I'll also insert my kind of commentary about this. So they admit that human bear interactions have increased dramatically in Connecticut in recent years as the state's population of black bears has multiplied and their geographic range has expanded. They have said this year alone that bears in the town of Avon have crashed a parade and another have broken into a bakery. I mentioned that before they have even invaded individual people's houses because of the concern of increased human bear conflicts That led Governor Ned Lamont, again a Democrat, to sign a law that would allow residents to shoot and kill bears under certain circumstances if a person, quote, reasonably believes, end quote, a bear could seriously hurt a person or a pet, or if a bear is trying to enter a building with humans inside. It also prohibits intentionally feeding potentially dangerous animals like bears on private property. If you weren't aware, Connecticut is the only state in the Northeast... With no bear hunting season, they have a big population, like I said, a very highly concentrated population, but no bear season, naturally. That is always what happens and precipitates these increased human bear conflicts. The new law essentially is a stand your ground law for bear encounters. And the New York Times said it was a modest step that has drawn critics from all sides. Those who advocated for a bear hunt instead say the new law does not go far enough. They argued the bears must be taught to fear humans for their own protection and that dead bears deter live bears from populated areas. It's about altering the behavior of our bears and how they perceive humans, said Jason Hawley, the leading bear biologist in Connecticut's Department of Energy and Environmental Protection. He added, bears don't have a negative association with humans. In fact, I'd argue that they have a positive association with humans. Alternatively, you have these groups, anti-hunting, animal rights associations that are often associated with the Humane Society of the United States. Hunting bears is unsafe, it is not necessary, and most importantly, it is not going to reduce interactions between people and bears, says Annie Hornish, the Connecticut Director of the Humane Society of the United States, which is part of the Connecticut Coalition to Protect Bears. What does this group do? They often try to work to stop hunting They say they were formed in 2021. And I'm reading outside of the New York times here dedicated to ongoing educational outreach and legislative advocacy. Our goal is to promote proven non-lethal strategies to allow people in Connecticut's native bears to peacefully coexist. The Connecticut coalition to protect bears opposes hunting of our state's small population and supports humane policies for orphan bears. And of course, these are propagators of misinformation judging by some of the resources and things I'm reading and just reading off their mission statement, they believe that black bears are endangered, that hunting is not a deterrent. It actually is. We've talked about this all the time, that black bears cumulatively and even in the state of Connecticut far exceed carrying capacity. They're not anywhere near endangered. They're not on the IUCN red list of threatened or endangered species. They have no threat posed to them by overhunting or hunting in particular. So they're safe to manage and there is no reason to not have lethal means to manage them. It's proven to work. It doesn't extirpate the whole entire population. It doesn't lead to you know, market game hunting. It's very highly regulated and controlled and these bear numbers aren't diminishing in totality. In fact, the absence of the bear hunt, as the New York Times and, and even reports have indicated, has made it, these conflicts more prevalent. And in other states like Maine, Massachusetts, I don't think they have a bear hunt. No, they do have a bear hunt in Massachusetts, what I'm talking about, but in like New Hampshire and Maine and even New York, you can hunt bears. And so why is Connecticut having this problem? Because they don't have a bear hunt. Let's read more of this article. This has led to many States now debating how best to manage bears and bear hunts are returning to States that were previously prohibited, including in New Jersey which had to re-legalize a limited call hunt last fall. Governor Murphy, if you guys remember, campaigned on banning bear hunting, black bear hunting, when he first ran for office in the Garden State as governor. And he was forced to have to reinstate the hunt because the situation got so bad. Now back to Connecticut. The suburbs across Connecticut, bears who venture close to people's homes, are largely looking for food, wildlife experts say. And interestingly, this is an admission... From a Democrat lawmaker, I think some of them are waking up because they see that it's not enough to assuage bears to have non-lethal means you need to have a highly regulated hunt or some sort of more serious measure, I guess, like this. Like I said, I don't think having a stand your ground law for bears is appropriate here. It's interesting. The state doesn't like the Second Amendment. So how are people going to protect themselves against bears if it's really regulated and almost impossible to have an AR-15 or another type of rifle. It's a very gun control heavy state. So how can people afford to use weapons that they have lawfully owned weapons (laughs) to defend themselves against bears in a state that is for gun control? That's an irony that uh, that's not lost on me, but one state representative said something very illuminating, which I hope other preservationists listen closely bears. It started out as a nuisance, but this is no longer a nuisance said representative Eleni Kavros-DeGras, a Democrat who represents the area of Avon and other nearby neighborhoods. We have anthropomorphized them, and they are not yogi, she said. That is the problem. I think that's a really fascinating admission. I want you to take a look at that article, read it in full, make your own assessment. Like I said, I don't know how I feel about this measure. I think a hunt is more appropriate and then you're going to, let's say, if this doesn't work as intended, um, and also if you don't have the firearms to use to defend a bear, because you need a higher caliber to defend yourself against a bear. And AR-15s do work well. I know people find that very controversial in hunting, but if you're using a 6 millimeter or a 6.5 Creedmoor, those are good options against big game like black bears. And they work really well. You only have to use typically one shot, and that's it, from what people who have bear hunted have told me. Those can also work well on top of other you know, conventional rifles. But I'm going to keep tabs on this because in these states, often <laughs> guided by Democrats who don't like hunting, you see these prohibitions in place, their refusal to have a bear hunt. I hope sanity prevails and a bear hunt does get voted on, but that may be requiring to change the legislature, maybe elect more moderate Democrats who are not wholly opposed to hunting, because right now, They approved this bill, which I think is even more controversial than a bear hunt, but they said no to a bear hunt. What explains that? Are they going to have to be forced to have a bear hunt? Will the state wildlife agency make a case? That remains to be seen, but we're going to keep tabs on this story because I find it fascinating watching this play out in northeastern states north of us. You know, I live in a state where we have a bear hunt. We have a bear population, sadly, that is encountering mange and that is limiting hunting opportunities. And I think... You can help call numbers of bears with mange, but I don't want to give out misinformation or improper guidance about how you go about dealing with mange. But if your state is dealing with mange, read the literature available to know how to deal with them, what best advice and course of action you need to take. But I'm fortunate for now that Virginia does allow a bear hunt. And if you live in a state that allows bear hunting or is not trying to deter that from happening or try to prevent that from happening, you recognize how necessary this is as a deterrent, how it's not going to totally wipe out the population, how it keeps bear numbers healthy. And hopefully Connecticut could look to states like Virginia and its neighbors like Maine, which has 30,000 bears. They're spread out across a wider geography in that state. And they have very few human-bear conflicts, much like Connecticut does. So something isn't working in the Yankee state, they need to change course. And I think a good deterrent would be having a highly regulated bear hunt, whether it's fall time, spring time, I think fall time is usually acceptable, but they need to move away from their preservationist thinking, and they need to not lean on these groups like this Connecticut Coalition to Protect Bears, because they are putting misinformation about bear management, the health of bears. They are not adding to healthy discourse about bear management with their refusal to Lean on wildlife management to trust bear biologists, to trust the wildlife biologists at the Connecticut State Wildlife Agency. What do you think of this story? I would love to hear your feedback, and I'm going to expand on it for town hall very soon. I think it's worthwhile to discuss. Thanks for listening to today's episode. Make sure you're connected to us on social media Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And also on your preferred player, we recommend Apple Podcasts, where you can leave us reviews if you really like the content share the podcast with friends who may be interested in learning more about what's trending in conservation and the related industries that entangle with it and sometimes work against it as well. Thanks for listening to the show and stay tuned for the next episode.